I can't just put it on and take it off. Reclaimed Audio. Upcycling and making with reclaimed materials. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 26, May 4th, 2016. I'd like to thank our top Patreon supporters. They are Stu Morrison, Jimmy DeResta, <laughs> the baritone horn this week. It's pretty great. I would have called it a tuba. Tuba. Euphonium. Tuba. Hmm. Learn something new. <laughs> Louise Gonzalez, Trustin Timber, Sean Petty, and a new Patreon supporter, Make, Build, Modify. Wait, wait, wait. Gentlemen, wait. what? What are you going to say? Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's what you get as a new supporter. You get, you get some fanfare there. Is that what you guys we're doing? calling it? Fanfare? Yeah. That's, it's pretty okay. fanfare Yeah. How was your weekend? You know what we never say on the show is like, how was your weekend? Because it's how Wednesday your weekend, boys? the time people are listening. That's irrelevant. I know, but we have to interact with each other and it's Monday. So how was your weekend? My weekend was pretty great. Did the usual uh, kid stuff, birthday parties, swimming lessons, that kind of stuff. But I also got to spend some time in the garage, which was nice. And for me, that's my shop. So yeah. Yeah. I'm not just some weirdo, like, under my car. Just sitting in the garage. Yeah. Well, hey, don't alienate the yeah. under my yeah, car. Yeah, not weirdo. to offend all the mechanics <laughs> and, and uh, that car. Could be a that's car not what I meant for that. There. I didn't mean fixing the car. I meant just literally oh, under just, the car for no reason. Just taking a nap or whatever. Laying under the yeah. car crying. in the garage. Laying under the car. Crying, <laughs> that's the one. You, you have kids, though, so isn't that a good place to hide out? Yeah, and I get to say, it's too dangerous in here. Go find mommy. <laughs> that's so that awesome. works out well. That's funny. How about you, Tim? What did you do this weekend? I also had a, a kid birthday party, which was a blast because um, it was actually a mechanic's house. And he has all these. <laughs> <laughs> and he has all these. Oh, wait, like, was that awesome, true or you're just busting? Absolutely, 100% true. My, my buddy John, and he's, um, he's a mechanic and he works on a lot of old cars. And I actually might be doing a job. You guys know about it. I might be doing a job for, for one of his customers pretty soon with him. But uh, so he's like, we're walking around. He's got like backhoes and like John Deere tractors and all this stuff and chickens everywhere. And, and, um, and then he, and we're talking, I'm telling him about, you know, I'm like, yeah, I love cars. I have a problem for 70s cars. He says, oh, here, hang on. I'll show this. He opens up a shipping container and there's a, a mint VW thing in there. Oh, sick. One of like, 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 that might be the only car that I would sell my truck for is like a VW thing. I just love those things. And it's just pristine. I'm just like, wow. you have a VW thing in a shipping container in your yard? <laughs> Where else would you put it? I think I have a new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's actually, there's actually, believe this or not, next to my I, uh, my maintenance shop at work is in a, um, a row of airplane hangers. The end of that row is converted into our shop. And the hangar next to our shop, seriously, the guy has a VW thing in there. Mint condition. It's yellow. It's just amazingly beautiful. And it's for sale. Wow. And I don't even want to ask him how much. I don't want to ask him. Plus shipping to Connecticut, you know. <laughs> uh, by the way, Tim, can you do uh, do me a favor and tell John, your friend, the mechanic, thank you for listening up until now because I think after this one he's probably not going to listen anymore. Oh, I don't think he's listened to any of them ever. So. <laughs> well, you better get on the ball, pal. You start marketing us to your buddy John. 
Yeah. No, he's uh, he's a cool dude, and I actually have some some um, hopefully projects that I'm going to be working on him. That was me knocking on wood, um, which probably sounded horrible through the microphone. But um, I, I have some some other some some projects. Basically, I have all these like, and this is going to lead into the topic of our show. I have all these like huge ideas going on in my head right now, and, and one of them involves John. So. Cool. What about you, Bill? What'd you do this weekend? I had a garage sale. Oh. So you sold tools? Like, what does the garage sale mean oh, for you? Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't sell tools. In fact, I was making sure that I had a 90-pound Rottweiler in the front of my garage, making sure nobody went into my garage. So it was more of a driveway sale. Yeah. <laughs> Street sale. Making room and uh, uh, still organizing and whatnot. Did a little work on the, um, the uh, lizard cabinet of creativity thing that habitat out of that 60s piece of furniture you know i, I saw um, the picture you put of that piece of furniture and that thing is awesome right like, as is is awesome so like and now i understand why you're so excited about it because you really have to suck to screw that thing up <laughs> yeah it's gonna be great it's yeah it looks a lot better on, on in the picture than it is I, I think it was probably homemade in the 70s to look like a 60s piece of furniture or a 50s piece of furniture oh yeah um, but it's still the shape and everything is cool. It's got that retro look to it and mm. it's gutted already. And then I found out, I didn't realize the speaker cabinet on the bottom. If you, if you look at that picture, the very bottom of it looks like it's for speakers. Mm. It's not, it's just material covering like a trap door that opens from the top down and it's like storage. It's, it's beyond cool. Mm. So I'm, oh. I'm excited. What kind of a, a terrarium habitat lizard thing house that this is going to be. I got a thousand ideas already, and and uh, it's it's pretty awesome. Mm. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, piece like that. The hard part is going to be to reel it in and decide what you're going to actually do, and not just all the stuff you can do, because the sky is the limit with that. Oh yeah, and I have another one too that's going to be a uh, little whiskey cabinet. It's like half that size. Um, that looks like it was just a phonograph player, maybe with the uh, mm. opening on the bottom. Do some kind of a a Phil Pinsky, Tim Sway commemorative whiskey thing because both of you do things with whiskey furniture stuff I don't do anything with whiskey (laughs) (laughs) except drink it you might want to wipe that off your whiskers right there pal (laughs) alright what are we working on guys Uh, I mean is that your answer too for what you're working on or do you have anything else going on right now Lutz um, you know, that kind of sucks because I love to talk and yeah, that's my answer. Damn it. So yes, my, what did I do this weekend and what am I working on? You guys got out of the way right at the beginning, all in one shot. So go ahead. What are you working on? What's your name? Oh, good. Now we can move on. Excellent. So anyways, uh, so what are you working on, Phil? <laughs> well, um, since we spoke last week, my, uh, the bandsaw that I picked up on Craigslist, which was one of those rigid bandsaws, uh, the upper support arm, the I guess it was a really poorly cast part. It all cracked up and crumbled on me, so you can't really use it because that's what holds the the thrust bearing and the mm-hmm. and the what's it called the guide blocks. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing like is I couldn't use it. So f- rigid doesn't support the part. I called them. I called a whole bunch of other people, and finally I got some like guy way out. Like, I have no idea who only spoke French, so I got to do a little practice there. But as it turns out, the rigid bandsaw is exact same as a whole bunch of other bandsaws that they just import from Taiwan and slap their name on. So mm-hmm. locally, there is a manufacturer called King Canada, 
and they make uh, they make a whole bunch of like they make good stuff and but this was part of their import line and it was the exact same part and this guy had the part number for me I drove over there before work picked it up 30 bucks and then the uh, and then the bandsaw was working again up until <laughs> up until I ran something through it got something caught in there and the uh, and the guide block assembly cracked in half but luckily for me some JB weld fixed that it wasn't a uh, it wasn't a load bearing part so mm. so that's back up and running and uh, and then I made a, a whiskey box this weekend so that was my whole weekend of making what about you I've had those weekends where your whole weekend of making is just fixing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just getting it back up and running. Like, uh, I had my, um, my belt on my old lathe busted on me and, uh, and what, a, I mean, that thing hadn't been taken. The belt was probably older than my father that was on it, you know? And, and yeah. then, so that means that none of those parts have been disassembled since before my father was born. So it was like, what a night. It took me like two hours just to get this thing apart to get the new belt on and, but uh, what have I been working on? Well, I've been working on few odds and ends, but um, some of the listeners will be happy to know that I have begun working on a project I've been planning for a while with satellite dishes. Ah, uh, yes. And, I uh, think Bill and I have been privy to some of that, and we won't disclose what it ooh, is. Ooh, but it's ooh, don't say anything. It. I want to talk about it. I, I want to talk about it so bad. So awesome. <laughs> um, I don't want to talk about it because uh, I I want to. I want to sell the video, I think. I want to sell the idea of it. Um, it's sort of like a... So basically, I'm, I'm throwing this call out over over the uh, the internet waves, the airwaves, whatever you want to call them. For anybody... Hey, if you happen to work at any place that has anything to do with television, whether it be satellite TV or maybe satellite television's competitors, um, drop me a line. I have something you might be interested in. Uh, this satellite dish project I'm working on. And I think it would probably be better if you did not work for satellite TV and you worked for satellite TV's competitors. Because um, uh, I'm, I'm very excited about it, and, and um, it might take me a while to, to actually put this video out because I want to try and, and do a partnership with someone on it. I think it'll be worth it, and it'll be funny. So, Where can they reach you, Tim? Tim at timsway.net or tim at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. Wonderful. Why don't we, we have a uh, website? Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's updated so cool. on a semi-regular basis. You've, you've been doing good with that. Not bad, not bad. Um, why don't we move into our topic, Tim? Why don't you spearhead that? I forget what it was. Hey, can <laughs> I make a recommendation real quick? Yeah. Quaker Chewy Girl Scout Thin Mint flavored bars are amazing. I'm just saying. How much did they pay you to say that? And what's our cut? They're also, so that was good. not a recommendation. I should, I should, no, it's not a recommendation. I said, did I say recommendation? Views mentioned on Reclaimed Audio Podcast are not necessarily the views shared by all members of Reclaimed Audio Podcast. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. So, so now, now we're a podcast that's big enough to have sponsors, <laughs> and that feels... Like, that could be something of a growing pain. <laughs> oh, Segway King. Where to go, Phil? Nicely done. Oh man! Okay, now I'll hand delivered. Now I'll uh, now I'll hand it off. I'll oh. give you. I'll throw Tim a lateral. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. No. Our topic this week is growing pains, and that could mean a lot of things. Um, for instance, my knees have been hurting since I started sprouting up from six foot two to six foot four <laughs> over the past couple of days. No, I'm kidding. But um, the uh, Vance's knees, on the other hand, no, so I'm kidding again. Um, growing pains. My, you know, I've recently made some changes to my channel. 
and uh, so I'm doing some different things. I'm doing a little bit more of this um, outreach type stuff. Like I'm putting more energy in my business into uh, the podcast and my, my YouTube channel than I am to making stuff. But I need to continue to make stuff while I'm doing that to, you know, pay the bills and all that stuff. So I'm feeling some growing pains right now. I'm feeling a little bit overworked and a little bit, uh, you know, overrun. And so uh, that got me thinking about all the other ways that we might be feeling that way. Like Bill, for instance, is having growing pains over at his house, and he just had a garage sale or, or driveway sale, rather, to help alleviate that because his growing pains are of the more physical kind, apparently. Um, and Phil, why don't you actually start the conversation that we'll talk about some of your growing pains that you're feeling? Well, much as you as you mentioned, you know, like I still got to pay the bills and stuff, but uh, this podcast, for instance, is something that... Uh, that occupies a regular time slot for us now and, and, you know, navigating our lives around that because this is something that I think the three of us have committed to and are very serious about and, and in growing and in, and we are excited, enthusiastic about doing it because we've had such a tremendous reaction from listeners and especially recently we've had a huge spike in listenership and, uh, and, it's, and it's that much more of a sort of a kick in the butt to get this thing into high gear and, and cover and, and keep you guys excited. So, so that's something that, that is a growing pain because it is a time commitment on my part. And, you know, at first it was sort of a let's see what happens kind of thing agreement with my wife. But now it's just become routine, you know, where to the point where my wife's like, uh, hurry up and get home because you've got to record your podcast tonight. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess you became my boss or whatever. But, uh, so that's a bit of a growing pain, yeah. And, <laughs> but a good one, a good one. You know, it, it's become it's become part of our lives, so we've adapted to it. You know, I guess, I guess it's scabbed over. But uh, so uh, that's you not know, growing into being a pain in the. Never mind. No, but there was that initial, you know, sort of like, oh, you're doing the podcast tonight. I really wanted to do X, Y, and Z. I was like, no, well, this I'm kind of serious about. It. So there was that growing pain, and now we've adapted to it. And I think uh, similarly. You know, I want to get, again, back into the regular uh, YouTube videos. I'm having a bit of a challenge with that, but I, you know, I did release two videos since since getting back into it. I'm holding up air quotes. And uh, and finding the time to really dedicate uh, quality to it. I don't want to just, you know, just bang out videos just for the sake of it. I really want to make them good. So maybe that's preventing me from doing them more often, but I'd rather put out quality at this point. Uh, and you know, and I don't know what my career is as far as this making thing. So there might be a growing pain in figuring that out. Mm. What about you, Bill? Well, you know, I was saying earlier, one of, one of the growing pains I'm feeling a lot lately is the fact that we are starting to get some, some listeners and between the podcast and the group and my YouTube channel, which is still tiny, um, me being technically challenged the way I am trying to respond to and um, show appreciation for, for the input and the feedback that I'm personally getting from people is a growing pain because it used to be, you know, I had basically Tim and a few other people that I would communicate with. And now there's like, you know, 20, 30 people that on a regular basis are reaching out to me and I'm reaching out to them and, and it's kind of over overwhelming. And I was thinking of other people that are so good. And some of the, some of the, the, the bigger guys out there and gals that, they have much bigger channels and, and much bigger reach. And we're talking tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people. And yet they still take the time to interact with us and how much I appreciate that. So I don't want to lose the sight of 
as as we continue to grow, if we get more listeners and more people watching and more people paying attention to what we're doing and just being appreciative of that and continue to try and, and interact with them, you know, don't lose sight of the, the whole thing. For me, that's been really tough. It's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I can't believe I got to, don't forget to write back so-and-so and talk to him and, and her and say thank you to this person and, and um, you know, see if I still have a job for the podcast on Monday and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. so. We'll see. Yeah, because I mean, uh, you know, for for me, it was it was a lot of uh, my regular life took up a lot of my my time and my space. Like everybody, I mean, that's you know, especially you guys having kids. Um, so making this adjustment now to having other things going on um, is yeah, it's it's a bit of a growing pain. Hmm. And you uh, know, we're getting we're getting, and we love and we appreciate so many emails from like the four corners of the world, which is really amazing, humbling. Yeah. And how much I mean, like, fun is that too? I mean, it's not just cool. It's fun yeah no i I think we we all really like that and and we want to give each one of them the attention that they deserve um you know and and i think we actually sort of all end up answering them it's not like oh well you know what you get this one i think we're all super excited about and we all end up giving our input on each one of them which is which is also a lot of fun to see how each one of the three of us reply to these questions and i'm like Mm -hmm. oh yeah that was that's a good point. And that's almost the first response that we get from them too is thank you guys so much. We I appreciate you all three, you know, reaching out back to me. I mean every almost every single email has been that way. Oh man, you guys are cool. All of you just reached out or you, you know, promptly responded to us. So in case anybody's yeah, wondering, sure. if you if you reach out to us, we'll reach right back and touch you in our and, own and special. Not way. like that though, not in a creepy way. Not in the <laughs> sure. arrest us kind of way. No, it'll be it'll be it'll be polite. <laughs> and like you know, and you may think, oh, I don't have like a crazy question. At people ask us like uh, all kinds of very very some maybe mundane questions, like how do I glue this correctly, all the way up to you know philosophical questions, like what ought we do about the environment, that kind of thing. So certainly, and don't I always feel handle low. those questions just so you guys know. Um, I take care of anything philosophical. Tim is the the technical guy, and Phil is. Phil, so just so we know, because I just and the Phil gives him the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then Phil actually gives him the right answer. Yeah, so. sometimes it's useful, you know. Oh, you um, guys. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, when I got started doing this type of stuff, um, you know. I mean, I don't know if it was a, an ego thing that got me interested in, you know, like making videos or what, but I just felt this need, as I'm sure everybody else out there that's doing this does, and. Um, yeah, I, I got pretty wrapped up in that. It was, uh, like, the first time someone, like, commented on a video. Like, I didn't know what to do. Kind of like you always talk about, Bill, where you, you know, you didn't really even know how to write back. Like, I didn't really fully get it and understand. And I was like, people were asking me questions, and I'm like, what the heck do I know? I just put up a video. I didn't know you actually had to, like, like talk to people about it, too. I was just like, oh, here it is. Watch this. And, and I didn't fully understand that the people watching it were other people just like me. Like, cause uh, I hadn't met people just like me, you know. And then I, as soon as I kind of figured that out, I was like, oh, this this person isn't just someone that like lives in an apartment and has a little computer and pretends that they know how to make things. They actually know how to make things probably better than me. And they're, yeah, and amen, they're, amen. You know, and they're watching in, in this. And so I wanted to answer them because I felt like I I owed even even the trolls or whatever. Like I feel like I owe them the respect of writing back if they took the time to write to me and that's how i think all three of us feel when someone writes to our podcast if someone takes the time to write to it they absolutely like th- th- i owe them that um you know not only you feel like they... you owe something to the trolls yeah sure I, everybody um 
if they took the time to write, like I feel like they they owe like some kind of like at least at least an opportunity to redeem themselves as not being a troll because sometimes they aren't and they're just they kind of sound trollish. Yeah, there's there's always some lost uh, in translation every now and again. I, I have a hard time, and I've, I've told people this: uh, texting and emails do not um, emote human reaction. And, and mm-hmm. sometimes it does seem like it might be trolling and it's not, but for the most part, trolling is trolling. And, and I don't, I don't have that Tim Sway, big heart, give them an opportunity and a chance. Well, no, you know, I've had, I've had people write things on my videos and this is so off topic already. And <laughs> we've been like five minutes in, but I've had people write things on my videos. That's sort of like trollish, like, Oh, well that really sucked or that was that stupid. I would have done it a different way. And you, you read that and it's like, well, it could be, you know, like some kid in their basement. Um, or their mom's basement, but it, it might not be. And so then I'll, I always write back like, ha ha, that's so great, man. Yeah, hey, it's not for everyone, you know. And based on whatever their comment is, I will point them to another video of mine because I have like a thousand of them or something, you know. So I'll be like, <laughs> like, oh, you might enjoy this one more. And almost every time I've done that, I've gotten a positive response that has now taken that person from me thinking they're a troll into them being someone that I now have a relationship with. Isn't that how we met Bill? <laughs> I, I believe so. I, I said, "Hey, you're stupid and you suck." And you said, "Well, you should watch more of my videos." And I'm like, okay, true story. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, true story. It's, but um, the, the growing pains I've been feeling is that as I've I've decided, like I've always done this, like this, I call it outreach, you know, thing um, for fun. And I take pride in the fact, by the way, just going back that I think I've answered every. Like literally every comment that has ever been left on one of my videos, uh, maybe like maybe there's like ten or twenty of them, but I've answered every one of them. Um, you know what's amazing about that, and, and not to go off topic too much, um, when I was spotlighted on the Maritime Show, which seems like a long time ago now, uh, Carl Jacobson was one of the guys on the panel, and one mm-hmm. of the things that he had talked about that he still does to this day. Now Carl's been—he's one of the founding fathers. He's—he was way back when. And he's got a lot of subscribers. And he says to this day, he will still go back and look through some of his past videos. Now, we're talking 10 years worth of uh, a library here. And he'll still go back and look at it and try and interact with people as much as he can. Because after a certain point, I think you do get to where you can't respond to every single comment when you've got, you know, 10,000 comments on one of your videos from five years ago. Mm. I mean, it's... That's, I think what the bigger guys are doing is like for the first five or six hours of a video's release, they will reply and then that's it. Yeah, that seems to be or, you know, and then they kind of and, and I will I will have some comments come in every once in a while. Like I have a I have a couple of videos that still get a lot of that are older that still get a lot of views. One of them is the palate whiskey thing. You're talking about whiskey. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I still get. That was a few months ago, and I still get people, like, writing me questions and stuff. But it's not like, um, I mean, I'm not getting the kind of views, like, some of these, like, you know, multi-hundreds of thousands of viewer, you know, uh, channels get. So it's not unbearable. It's, but it's always kind of interesting. There'll be some video I made, like, a year ago, and someone will comment on it. It's like, oh, yeah, that still exists. That's the point of this, you know, and, and, uh, and I will, you know, reply to that when it comes in. Um, but those aren't really the growing pains I'm necessarily talking about yet. I'm not, like, it's not that much... But it's just the work that's going into doing more of this type of stuff. And it's, you know, you listen to the other, some of the other podcasts like Making It, and they, they talk about the workload of, of just dealing with their YouTube. And, and it sounds like to someone that doesn't do it, it sounds just like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, I, you put a video up, you answer some questions, it's a lot of fun. But 
but if you, <laughs> it does feel like it's, um, you know, a lot of work because you like, I, I think we're all artists and we want to continue to, I don't want to do the same thing over and over again. I could very easily just continue to make every time I, like I'm making a coffee table right now, I'm not filming or whatever I'm making this, I'm not filming, I'm doing that. Um, and then all the, cause I don't want to do that. I'm, people aren't going to care cause it's too similar to other things I've done. So now I have to do something new and different. And I, and I love that because it fuels me to be more creative and think outside the box, but I have to find the time to do it. I have to find the, like, like even like the, the satellite dish thing I'm talking about, like, this is something I'm taking time to do because I want to make this video and I'm just kind of getting to this point. Like I can't put, this is a, a lot of time into this project and I'm, it's, I mean, it's sellable but it's difficult to sell. So I'm trying to find a way to, to give it a, the value through the YouTube channel. And, and uh, well, so I'm just I, like I think kind of pulling hair out right now, honestly, you know. That's something that a lot of us can look forward to. I mean, it's a growing pain, but it's also the challenge of, of, of getting to where you have a little bit less time and more things that you want to do to prepare or to, to grow your channel and your business. So, I mean, I look forward to that. As, as I get closer to retirement... And wanting to grow, being a part of this podcast and grow my YouTube channel and have other, you know, things on Etsy or whatever the case may be to kind of transition. Um, those are the kind of growing pains I want. I want that challenge of I still want to make these things. I'm not going to make a video of this. And da, da, da. Oh, I have a great idea. I got to try this. And so it keeps going on and on and on and on. Um, but that's exciting growing pains. Even having, even oh, having yeah. trolls, I think. Even having trolls comment on your videos in a, in a way is a growing pain because that means you're getting out there, you're reaching more people, and you know even if you're reaching people that aren't as appreciative or polite as they can be. And speaking of which, I I, I don't very often react to trolls, whether they're mine or somebody else's. I get a little defensive when it comes to a few of my favorite YouTubers, and uh, Mr. Duresta just made a knife video recently, and it was pretty pretty flipping cool right you see yeah, i'm cool. sure you guys will right it's, it's mm -hmm. badass so somebody on there and, and i don't know like jimmy needs me to, to defend him right so this guy said something about you know when i see somebody make a custom knife i expect it to be you know out of the ordinary and just be a little bit more detailed and da 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 da, da and and that's just a knife and, and blah, blah 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 and i'm like oh you did not no you didn't and of course they did and so i might have reacted to that but I look forward to the day when my when my channel is growing that I have that kind of a pain, a pain in the ass troll, you know, uh, making comments on on my video that that you just don't know what you're talking about. This person has got to be uh, just they they don't make. That's all I can say. They don't make with their hands. No, but you've gotten to a it. point where you're reaching an audience that is outside of your niche. That's when you're going to get trolls. When you're Correct. in your niche, you know, when we're at the size that. Uh, Bill, you and I are at, let's say, a couple right. thousand me too. subscribers. Me too. Yeah, I very, yeah but very you must be go. getting trolls at this point, which means you're hitting people outside of your niche. Well, I do like the one video I get some, some negative comments on is my upholstering video where I, I reupholstered a oh, couch. I saw that one. And, yeah. um, but I did it all with no electricity. So I used just a hand stapler, you know, and, and hand yeah. tools. But didn't you I not did stuff it? You just sort of put upholstery over existing upholstery and somebody got mad about that? I did all sorts. No, I, I, well, I ripped the original upholstery off. I left, and it was, um, there were three cushions, and instead of, like, sewing the three cushions, I just upholstered over them like they were one cushion. I put right. some, extra, yeah, yeah. some extra padding in there and to kind of overstuff it. And I used all remnants, so every panel is, like, a different fabric. So it's all okay, like, yeah. mismatched. It's, like, the most recent comment I had was someone wrote, like, you know, horrible choices in fabric. And I was like, you know, so I just did my typical, my typical thing. I wrote back, I'm like, haha, yeah. 
yeah. not for everyone, you know. Like, thanks for watching. <laughs> like, yeah. I did, you know, that's okay. That's I did it for me. You know, you don't have to like no. the fabric. And no. those are when because it might be someone that actually does works with fabric more and knows what they're talking about. Or they might be a designer. And but you know that's like you know I made it for more like that video was made for the guy that can't afford to buy a new couch and he has some piece of crap that got handed down to him from his aunt and it's and he hates it and say like, hey you know what you got a staple gun and a pair of scissors you can make that couch look cool this is how you do it that's what that video is for, for sure. and so when I make videos like that that go outside of like most of the videos I make the same couple thousand people watch them and it's you know it's all our friends almost you know I mean we know most of them and. They're all people that think like us and act like us. And so that's like, that's a growing pattern I don't really care about because that's, it's kind of cool. Um, I like the idea of the message because what I'm hoping is, is that by responding to these people, I can bring them in a little further and continue to spread my message to a larger audience. And that's sort of the goal of this growth. And For it's sure. also this, a little bit of the stress of it, but like Bill said, it is a fun stress. You know? No, but listen, I mean, it's, it's the best problem you can have because you're, like I said, yeah. you're, you're now, you're reaching outside of your core and you're starting to attract probably through, you know, the search words and stuff, people who maybe weren't looking specifically for what you are. And, you know, you grow your audience to a more general base. And, and you know, that's that's how you grow. I think no, there's I mean, a finite amount of guys like us specifically or girls like us. Mm. You know, there's we have to start reaching the general and that's where the trolls are. And that's why, like, you know, I can't imagine really needing to complain about the trolls because it means that you've reached a certain level. So I think some of the complaining of the, about the trolls is kind of like a tongue-in-cheek thing. Well, uh, it is. Yeah. And, and Tim, you're welcome, by the way, for... That was me. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, you didn't, you didn't like think, the, the, the flower print against the solid blue? You know, the sad thing is I really did. So did I. I thought it was cool. And it was six anyway, bucks I, a yeah. panel, man. It was like six bucks a... Like, I got like a whole like two yards for six dollars for, for each of those fabrics. I mean, that, that whole thing cost me like 20 bucks to do. <laughs> no, it was very cool. It was very cool. Money you well be very proud of yourself. And like it's you for said, sale, there's a lot though, of, there's a lot of <laughs> You just had a, gar a garage sale. I know you have some space now. Oh, that's so sad. You guys talk about that. That is a growing pain for sure. I, I grew my my stock, my materials so quickly. I had no room to actually make anything. And it was just, it was awful. That's so so for those of you out there wondering, don't collect too much crap without the room to put it, you know. It's just, sure. it, it's, mm. it, it can, it can be a uh, quite burdensome, but anyway, I digress. So Tim, you said that, you know, we have a lot of people that, that, that are like our friends, people that either listen to us or watch us. Um, and you say they, they think like we do and they act like we do. Well, I beg to differ. Um, there's not a lot of people that act like you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We think like you. We do, but you're a little on the odd side. We love you, but you're I, just... Yeah. I disagree, man. I, I had like... Uh, uh, well, well, Jeffrey is a, it was a listener that um, he mentioned about how he was like living off-grid for a while and collecting water and satellite dishes. Remember that email we got? Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's cool. He wrote but to me about his like life, and it just makes me look like I might as well be like the fat guy in the top hat, like smoking a cigar lit off $100 bills compared to this guy. I Stand you up. Know, Stand well, up. I, Stand I, up, Sway. Exactly. You've got you've got this hoodie on and some kind of plaid pajama bottoms. I mean, yeah, come well, on. Hey, this is a proper maker woody, uh, hoodie, though. Look at those holes. That, you've said, been using your no grinder, bottoms. haven't you? Angle grinder, yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got mine too. <laughs> yeah, they, they all look like that, you know. All right, maybe we do act a little bit alike. Yeah, no, they, we're all cut from the same holy 
secondhand cloth. <laughs> Damn right. So one growing pain, uh, if I can uh, sort of get this this derailed train back on some kind of train, please track thing. Please. Uh, you know, so we talked about this off air initially, and, and actually Tim, you you pointed this out, and it's true. Uh, let's say the the Etsy shop that I'm running is you know uh, taken off a little bit, and and it just means that I'm making the same thing over and over again. So it's like one of these these good problems to have. Like growing pains are only ever a good problem because it means you're 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 growing, and it's a well, I mean, self-explanatory, right? It's a pain to grow, but it's a good thing in that growth. So yeah, I'm making a lot of the same thing over and over again, and I've got to find the time now to sort of make the passion projects. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's a bit of a, a growing pain. So, you know, I may decide ultimately that maybe I want to scale back on the Etsy store. Maybe I want to raise my prices so that only the crazies would want to buy it. And then, you know, I, I, it means I'm making fewer of them, but I'm selling them for a higher price and and I have the time that I want. But I've also sort of come to rely on this Etsy income a little bit. So it's a, it's a bit of a, a catch there. I don't know. So I, I would say, you know, growing pains are basically um opportunities for solutions yeah huh a, huh look, look at you you corporate buzzword machine know, he just he just yeah, bought baby. us another week <laughs> dun, 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 dun. you're gonna be our hr no machine tuba. i don't even need no tuba <laughs> that was good uh you know my my biggest problem that i have right now is it's not that i have a ton of work i mean i have some paying customers I'm not. I haven't actually even been like seeking more work right now. Although what's going to happen is all of a sudden I'm going to need to make money. But what I have is that I'm like, okay, I'm going to be this like YouTube guy. If I'm going to go this route, and I'm going to, and my 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 whole thing has always been about like trying to save a tree. And now what I'm doing is instead of trying to save the tree that's like down in my neighborhood, I'm trying to like spread the word for other people to save the trees that are down in their neighborhood. So that's you know I'm trying to put my energy a little bit. Which sounds sort of pious or whatever, but that's that's kind of my, my thought process. Like, so I want to what I'm what I build. I want it to be all like some of like my over the top type stuff that I've done, and um, you know, I mean, like the, like the pinball desk, like something that's really controversial and it gets in, you know, uh, in these like in like you know, turning guitars out of out of hollow doors and like, but to, to continue to up that game to show. Like, well, here's something that gets thrown away, and here's something awesome you can do. And you just continue to, like, almost like Colin Furs, if that's how you pronounce his name, just, like, push things, like, ridiculous. So I have all these ideas that I need to get help with, and that's what I've been spending a lot of my time doing right now is I'm writing to people and trying to find these, like, partners to do some of these ideas that I have. Um, and they're, like, some of them are, like, just stupid and way over my head, but now they're in my head, so I can't get rid of them. So I can't just go back to, like, oh, I'll just, i got to find a couple coffee tables to make and just, like, shelve this until it can happen. But now then the bills are going to start coming in. It's like, oh, I wish I had another couple more coffee tables to make. So that's kind of, uh, that's kind of like, the, the problem I'm having right now. I'm just sort of struggling between how you're far right, I want to throw the reel out and, and, you know, and when I want to start reeling it back in. Your growing pains are more than just. It sounds like they're they're you're growing, you're having to grow your business. The pain of doing that at the same time wanting to stay true to Tim's way and grow the message. The concept get that of out my, there a little bit more my the art, concept, yeah. and then also trying to grow your family still and grow. Yeah, I mean you're 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 they're balancing act. It sounds like you're having a balancing act of. I'm I'm not just growing one thing. Like right now, I'm just concentrate on growing our listeners right you know from from the podcast i'm having that's a lot part of, of it too yeah growing great. my subscribers yeah. and 
I got right. a kid going to college next year, or not next year, it's September, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> scary. So, yeah, it I mean, scary. It's, it's, yeah. It, that's, there's a lot of growing pains. Yeah. That, that going I mean, on growing pains way. happen in a, in a time of change and flux, right? So, right. It's a, it's a good problem because it also means that it's an exciting time. It's a fun time. You know, if you didn't have growing pains, things would be the same all the time and it would be boring. I, so, you, you yeah. know, these are, as I don't know, I think maybe Bill said it jokingly a little bit, but it's true that these things are opportunities for the natural born problem solvers that makers are. So it's, it's fun to tackle problems both in the shop and out of them, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and, and managing them to where you're not having the pain that you need Vicodin for, but pain that you just need Tylenol for. Right. You know? I mean, that's wow, well said. Thing. That is, pr- yeah. again, it's a two for two, man. Look at this guy. Do, wow, do I get two weeks out now or what? Yeah, that's I think it. You might, if you keep this it, up, yeah. you'll be good for the month of May. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> There'll be one less growing pain to worry about if finding another job. <laughs> but uh, well, it's alleviating you know, you know, our one, pain of having to find a third. Find a th- yeah, <laughs> one less growth problem to deal with. One of my favorite things to say is, is change is good, and uh, because it's it is scary. Um, and like I, I even just said to Steve Carmichael, he's going through some change. I was like, my first response is like, hey man, change is good. Like change is always good, uh, and I, I firmly believe that. Um, but you just have to. It just means more work. But that's I don't know. That's what keeps you young too, and keeps you excited and passionate about what you're doing. If you, you know, 17 years ago into the same cube goal and doing the same thing, and uh, ugh, shoot me. You know, yeah. Like I just did give away a little bit of a, <laughs> a true false part of my quiz. I just went out this week. <laughs> that you spent 17 years in a cubicle. No, no in the you didn't you didn't watch my true false thing. Not I, yet. You not have yet. a thousand videos. I'm still getting through them. Yeah, I, I have a lot. You know. but, uh, <laughs> That's I, not fair. Anytime something comes up, Phil can just say, "Oh no, I'm I'm still going through the catalog." The Tim's catalog. <laughs> no, no, I, I watched them. But that one I missed. Yeah, well, I just basically I had uh, people wrote in uh, questions, and then they they had me say if they wanted me to tell the truth or not. And so I took a dozen, a dozen I answered a bunch of them just straight up, and then I did like a dozen of them as a true or false quiz, where people will write in. And um, and this is again, this is something that's that's not making me any money. It's costing me money, but it's just a heck of a lot of fun. So I'm doing that instead of growing other stuff. But so people then would, <clears throat> I've had like 30 or so answers that I think it ends in the, tonight, Monday. Um, and then I'm gonna draw the correct answers from a hat and give. I have some. I'm gonna give away a couple of prizes basically. But one one of the questions that was asked is uh, if there was anything. I can say all this now because the quiz will be over by the time this airs. Um, was uh, if there's anything that any job I've, I I dream of having, and I tell this very heartfelt story about how I've always wanted to have an office job where I get to sort of blend in, just sort of nine to five with a few weeks vacation a year, you know. And uh, obviously, I'm not anybody that knows me beyond the surface would would know that that's not true. But uh, anybody that's really... seen just one of your videos will know that's not true. <laughs> I was impressed, like watching, like when I put that video together, I was pretty impressed with my lying abilities. I didn't know I had that. <laughs> Don't show your wife that video. Yeah, no, she was watching. She's like, she's like, yeah, you're really good at that. And I was like, yeah. I, I didn't See, know. We, we don't, we don't just make projects. We also make fibs. <laughs> well, you know what? It was acting, is what it was. Uh huh. Christian Bale up. from uh, from American Psycho. That's what that was. Yeah, yeah baby. Acting. <laughs> Acting. <laughs> Acting. Are we doing our John Lovitz? Is that what we're yes, doing? Okay, Lovitz. good. Yeah. Want to make sure we're on the same page. Hey, I, I can't follow you two when you do your little trivia thing. Um, but here's something you can both answer for me. Um, what kind of growing pains do you experience specifically with the kids? 
um, and trying to spend more time in the shop and spend, you know, obviously my first thing that comes to mind is, well, you incorporate the kids with the making. And I think Phil, yours are getting big enough now to where they're, they, they're going to start being out there or one or two of them. Um, but what, what kind of challenges and growing pains do you have keeping your family involved in what you're doing in a certain way or if at all and go, go Phil. Okay. Uh, well, my son is getting old enough that uh, that he can spend a little bit of time in the shop with me. Uh, not that much because he's scared to death of the loud noises. Like even the the shop vac will like send him running from the uh, from the garage. But when I'm just sort of putzing around or I'm sanding, you know, by hand or if I'm using any hand tools, he likes to hang out in there and I, and I like to I like to have him in there. And I've ha- I've had him memorize the names of just about every tool in there. To the point where one time family was over, I was still at work, and they had brought him a present, and somebody needed a flat head screwdriver. And they're like, oh, where can we get? He ran to the garage and got one and brought it back, and they were all <laughs> tripping out like this three-year-old kid, but he was two-something at the time. and He pulls out a flat head screwdriver out of the garage. So um, I think it's amazing that he's sort of interested in what I do and that I'm getting him you know excited about that so that's great my daughter's one so there's nothing to do there yet but i'm excited about then obviously yeah Yeah. she's (laughs) she's working with fire more than anything (laughs) no but it's cool like i i i I am excited for when he'll be able to spend even more time in there with me but by the same token it will certainly will be a slowdown as his bedtime gets later and later you know he'll the demands for my time will be greater and greater but you know that again that's a growing pain and I, i look forward to just solving that, uh, you know, with him. What about you, Tim? Um, yeah, there's, you know, getting the, obviously I've had Vance involved a lot. First off, I'll tell you is to get, uh, get your son a good pair of, uh, ear protection, like headphones, like, mm-hmm. you know, good ones are, you know, like, cause the, the shoving ones are the little heads that don't sound, but if you get them, you know, a pair of earmuffs, um, that'll help a lot. Cause that, that noise is really tough on little ears. And uh, the shop vac will send me running too. Uh, there's, a, there's a frequency <laughs> about those things that I hate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know that'll help. Um, and uh, you know, like Vance was in the shop with me today, and and I, I you know, like I was sort of having these growing pains and stress, and I was feeling like I had I had one thing I wanted to get done because you know the finishing process and things takes time. It has to dry, and I have this table I'm working on. Like I've been dragging because I was working on the satellite dish project. <laughs> so I'm like, I got to get this thing. Like I got to get it into stain today, and I didn't. You know. And um, so it was like putting me back a day and I was feeling that stress because that happens sometimes with kids because that's, yeah, they slow you down. But at the same time, like 99% of the time, it's just like totally awesome. Obviously, you're not going to get any work done, but it's just like an awesome bonding experience to have your kids there. Yeah, for sure. Now, the well, big, it's an enormous sense of pride. Yeah. Well, you know, we, did, we did turn some pens today, um, Vance and I. Because uh, I'm working on this pen video, and I have like all these things I want to do for the pen video, and I was trying to like, I was like, oh, because I'm all stressed today. I'm like, can we at least get the pen video done? You know, I wanted to do one more pen, but he was just had enough of it, and um, so I was like, all right, all right, you know, we'll go back to whatever. And we did some sanding. He helped me sand the table. I never got into stain, you know, but um, yeah. So you know, some days are like that, and it's that's part of the growing pains. But you know, the the big growing pain that my wife and I are facing is that in September, our our daughter or her daughter, my stepdaughter won't be here anymore. And, uh, and that's gonna like, part of me has this like, oh, we're going to have a, a lot less to deal with. And then the other part is going to just be like, like, and my wife is going to be even worse. It's just like, where's our little girl? Like she's not here anymore. Like that's like the, the apron string thing. That's it's, uh, it's becoming this like 
fast reality that all of a sudden our lives are going to be completely different. And I don't even know how, how Vance is going to react to that. I mean, he understands that she's going away to college, but there's going to come the day that, that his big sister isn't there anymore. And it's like, we're going to have to deal with that. It's just going to be this weird hole. Um, you don't have to worry about that for a while, Phil. But uh, No, it's, but uh, I remember being the other side of that. Like, um, my siblings are much, I have siblings that are much younger than me. I think the age difference for Maddie and, and Vance is, what, 11 years? Yeah, yeah, 12, I think, yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah. my sister is 12 years younger than me, and my brother is 13 years younger than me. I have another brother who is three years younger than me, but they they would cry all the time because they knew that I was going to be moving out soon. I was like... 25 and they were like 11 and 12 and uh you know i was like okay guys i'm out of here and for me it didn't really it was an exciting thing that i was moving out on my own and uh and for them it was like this terrifying thing i was like this third parent and probably the more dependable one of the three so they were like they were kind (laughs) of they were tripping up yeah they were tripping out and uh and that was that was a real growing pain because like i felt a tremendous amount of guilt also and you know so Change, change can be painful, but ultimately, uh, well, it's better for me to get the hell out of there. Yeah, change can be good. Well, you know, <laughs> to keep it to keep it real and to bring it back to actually making, gentlemen. Who's going off track now? <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I'm just saying, crying out loudly. But you know, I, I can't experience what you have with your human children. But I well, do. Children, I have no human emotions. I have, I have my my. My 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 pet children. They're they're family members to me. They are my. I'm responsible for their well being, and I try to. So a growing pain I have is how do I how do I involve my kids in the making process? And and obviously I I think you see that I I do a really good job at that. Um, the Izzy Swan inspired kitty cat window bench seat condo, to bring my cats into the the world of making and that growing pain there. And of course we've talked about I'm going to have my lizard habitat upcycle project with with furniture so even i yes i childless that i may be bring my children into the fold and and into the making process um why are you using your movie trailer voice i know huh it's just like i love this new microphone you guys this is so cool i'm gonna mount it i oh that here's here's another build i got here's another build i got i'm gonna do one of those boom things that hold a microphone like a real like guy has you know like oh cool the gals Mm. and guys that are on their their radio shows and i can go like this with it well people can't see me doing oh that's a great idea i should do a mini one for this little mini desk come on yeah dude it would be so cool i can mount it to my little workspace over here and just i have like four or five of them right behind me (laughs) well send me one what the heck but but yeah no you which you yeah because you want the uh you want the full boom it's got you have to put a weight on the back of of the the final bar well yeah the microphone itself is pretty heavy so yeah and then you get one of those one of those hairy things to put over the microphone like the little wind screen yeah, the you pop know, filter. for half a second there, I was a little grossed out. Oh, <laughs> or yeah, you can get yeah. There's this, there's this type too. Again, nobody can see this, but there's this type of pop filter you can get. Pop. Yeah. Oh, your okay, peace. TikTok. Let's uh, let's move into what we're watching. Bill, what, Bill, what are you watching out there? Well, you know, boys, I am watching um, somebody who's been very supportive. Who's been very cool? Another person that we talked about earlier when I was on the uh, uh, Maritime Show Spotlight, it seems like a long time ago, uh, Mr. Mike Fulton. He was on the panel at that time and he had some pretty uh, cool things to say about starting my YouTube channel and, and going from there. 
but um, I've been following Mike for quite a while, and he's he's got quite a an array, shall we say, of videos, and uh, they're all really good. I um I I don't know what else to say except that I <laughs> I got a sticker from Mike just recently, and it came in the mail, and I didn't realize that I hadn't. I say I hadn't sent him one. So, Mike, if you haven't gotten it by now, not only are you getting a sticker, but you're getting a whole package of love and and fondness from me. So expect that in the mail. Um, but, yeah, back to his videos. They're, they're really cool. Uh, I think the latest one he did was Yard Yahtzee. Come on, guys. How cool is that? Either you're maybe just a bit bored and you had to come up with an outdoor game you could play, but Yard Yahtzee it sounds really cool, I think. Don't you, Tim? <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to remember what Yahtzee is. Yeah, I was really more into Boggle. Sorry. Okay, neither one of you just, okay. <laughs> Never mind. How about hey, Yard Mike Candyland? You got Yard Candyland? Yeah. Mike Fulton's a good guy, the MF Woodshop. Um, give, him a, give him a like, give him a subscribe, check out his channel. He's definitely well worth the watch. Yes. And you, go. Who's you? Tim, you go, Tim. Uh, Either you or the other you. There's only three of us, guys. It can't be that hard. Come on. I wanted to mention one uh, one specific video that I watched. I just someone I was someone had written to me recently about uh, they wanted to start a YouTube channel up and asked me for some advice, saying I didn't have the fancy equipment. And, and of course, like all of us, I was just like, you know, yeah, start with your phone, man. That's all you need. You can start with your phone. And and, um, and it, it reminded me of this video that I, I watched seriously, and I, I I shared it with him as well. I seriously watched this video probably every six months. And there's a link in the description below. But if you're not familiar with uh, National Public Radio or the show This American Life, you you should be. And um, it's a podcast. It's much more successful than ours. It's, find it in the list. And um, it's uh, Ira Glass is the creator of this podcast. And there's a video from, like I think it's 2009. Uh, and I'd heard the speech on his podcast. And then I went and I looked it up and I found this video. So the link's below. And he talks about taste and why... You, you do what you do and basically what he says is like we all start creating things because we have some aesthetic that we want to reach we have we have taste and we all then we make something and it doesn't achieve the taste that we we expected it's not as good as we expected because we, we don't have the hours in yet the 10,000 hours or whatever you know so um and so his it's just this motivational speech about to, to continue to create to create as much as you can as often as you can whether it's youtube videos or or, or chairs or coffee tables and i, <laughs> I might have my 10,000 hours in the coffee tables now but um to, to just to just keep going and keep making because eventually you will get to your that level of taste that satisfies you you'll get there um and most people quit way too soon and i we tell our kids that all the time like it was vance always asked me like how did you get so good at this and how do you get to do that and i always just answer practice it's just and it's just a great little speech so um it's ira glass from this american life the links below and um if it doesn't motivate you i don't know what will that sounds very similar to an episode of Freakonomics that I just listened to this morning. It was on uh, productivity, and and actually the the end of the episode transitioned into the following week's episode, and he mentioned uh, Malcolm Gladwell's ten thousand hours that you just that you just hit on. Yeah. And uh, I I don't know, weird thing for me to say it, but just I love Freakonomics. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal podcast. I love Stephen Dubner, and the books mm. are great too. 
Yeah, I've heard a couple of those. Stephen Levitt. Good. So is that, uh, is that your recommendation? No. I mean, I recommend it, but yeah. not this week specifically. Uh, this week's episode, uh, or sorry, channel for me is called uh, Finn Crafted. And I assume that the guy is Finnish. But uh, he makes Reclaim stuff, and he's got like uh, eight videos out. He's pretty new, but really, really great stuff. Uh, he made like a clamp rack. He made uh, shop cabinets made from reclaimed shop cabinets. It was like, the, yeah, it was pretty great. Like, he had a whole bunch of really crappy ones, and then he completely rebuilt them so that they were really, really good. It was, uh, and he even like drilled them out for the Euro style hinges. It was, uh, I ca- actually came upon him because I'm looking to do cabinets for my garage or my half of the garage. I'm going to put down a partition. That was the agreement that I had with my wife that it could be a permanent space, but her side has to be dust free. So I'm going to put down a partition, and then I can start doing whatever I want with my half. Like a dust, is, a dust guard, in essence? Yeah, I guess. You know what? That's, that's a growing pain for me, the, you know, making this a permanent workshop rather than a sort of summertime thing that I tuck away for the winter, which is how this sort of transitioned. What kind, of, what kind of car does your wife drive? She has a Nissan Rogue. So it's, a, it's not too high. I wonder if you could actually build this partition so it goes up and over her roof so you have storage over the oh. roof of her car. But she's I was just going to be, do it like a... I was just going to do it like a big, huge tarp, kind of like a shower curtain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tarps are great, too. But I'm just, I'm just thinking about, like, if, if she could You're thinking a super permanent truck? And then, like, duck and, like, like duck all the way through to the door. And you just, like, took over the because, because I guess a car cover would be way too hard. Yeah. To, no, but it's, it's not that. It's in the summer. Like, all of the kids' stuff is in, like, the strollers and, like, the uh, yeah. all the toys. And they just get... And our shoes all get covered in sawdust because I don't really have a dust collector, so mm-hmm. so that would be nice for her to have clean stuff. But uh, I blow it off with the compressor things. and it's good. Yeah. All to say, uh, FinCrafted, great YouTube channel, and the link is in the show notes. And uh, just I want to talk. I want to talk. Why didn't you bring up this whole tarp thing earlier? This is <laughs> this is good stuff. I don't know. You I know, know how shy I am about tarps. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Hey, so you said FinCraft. Do you think it's a Finnish show? Are you sure it's not like a, a fish guy that? Yeah, I think did you ever two see ends. the incredible? Did Does you see the incredible Mister Limpet? Did you guys ever see that show? No, no. The, the incredible Mister Limpet, I believe, was it was Don Knotts who played a cartoon fish in a real live action movie, and just check it out. So I that's I want to give a shout out to Don Knotts and the incredible Mister Limpet. Movie. Look it dead. up on Netflix. I don't really watch movies from the You're making, 40s. You're making this it's, all up. It was like the first time they ever made an animated movie with live action at the same time, back from way back when. Well, it was. You know, you're you're sure for Wednesday when this this gets released, you have to share that proof. I'll look it up. I'll I'll put I'll put a YouTube clip of the incredible Mr. Limpet just for you guys. Okay, great. <laughs> all right. So uh, where are we now? Here, let's go. Uh, oh, we. We're telling everybody now. I'll do it for you, so you don't have to be the guy. Uh, like, hey, please uh, give us a, a thumbs up and a review on iTunes. That would be super awesome. It really means a lot to us. Um, you can also check us out on Patreon.com/backslash Reclaimed Audio Podcast. You can nope, write no to podcast. Us. You can also backslash check us out forward slash on Patreon.com/backslash forward slash Reclaimed Audio. It's Reclaimed Audio on Patreon.com. You'll find it. Um, what else do I have to say? I have to say we're on SoundCloud at Reclaimed Audio Podcast. Um, we are 
uh, Twitter at Reclaimed Audio. We are, um, you're listening to a website. Right we have a website. We have a website. Didn't I get that? ReclaimedAudioPodcast.com. Um, what else do we have? We, we have, have our personal stuff. stuff. Yeah. Oh, we have our personal stuff. Oh, yeah. So check out Bill Lutz at William underscore Lutz somewhere. And you can check out Phil Pinsky at Jake and Emmy's dad somewhere. And also as Phil Pinsky in other places. And uh, you can find me as Tim Sway or Tim underscore Sway or some other variant of my name at other places as well. Or you can just like check the links below. How did I do? No, I'm proud. I'm proud to say, Tim, uh, that you have right. a job next week. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll have to review that division of labor at another time. <laughs> I was just trying, I'm just trying to help. <laughs> you seem like you were kind of stressed. You had some growing pains, you know. <laughs> I, I, so when we go off air, guys, we should we should help Phil out figuring out how to get this dust thing under control. I have an idea, Phil. Okay, we'll talk. Right. Um, in you the know meantime, those giant fans, those big. My biggest fan, like they're fifty-inch fans. Is it gonna have yes. something to do with that? Because I, I hope I hope it has something to do with it. It wasn't until now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, thanks for joining us this week again. We always appreciate our listeners and uh, do your best to share the podcast and and help us grow. And uh, let's not have any more pain about doing that. So. Thanks, guys. Help us, help us grow without the pain. We love you all. See ya. Yes. Thank have you. Have a great weekend. Good. Bye.